1999, young Daphne Gutierrez was just living the life of a normal child until she experienced some pain in her brain. And at the age of 13, they diagnosed that she had intracranial uh, hypertension in her brain, idiopathic intracranial hypertension. And what it does is that there's so much pressure in the brain because of the fluid that it begins to choke on the optic nerve so that eventually she would not be able to see. So in 2014, her left eye began to deteriorate and she could no longer see through her left eye. And then in 2015, her right eye followed the same path as well. And she was completely blind. And when people asked her, what's it like to be blind? She says, you can't see anything, nothing at all. And the doctor said to her that her condition was irreversible and permanent. You can only imagine the pain that this woman felt, especially the, uh, this woman who is a mother of three. And this pain that we can imagine how she felt was probably how this blind man felt as well too in our gospel. This man had been born blind since birth. And so when Jesus comes across him, he has this deep compassion for him. And then he takes this dirt and he spits on the ground and he makes it into mud and he, he puts it on his man's eyes. And he's healing his vision, but in a profound way. This healing of his vision is unique. It's almost curious and almost seems unhygienic. Right? When Jesus is spitting into this dirt and putting mud on this man's eyes. But if you were a Jewish person and you read the Dead Sea Scrolls, it says that when God created Adam and Eve, or when he created Adam, that when he formed Adam from the dust of the earth, he made him from dust and spittle. And so when Jesus is putting mud on this man's eyes, he's signaling to the people that he is doing what God did in the first creation, but now he is making a new creation, recreating this man's eyes so that he can see again. And it's a symbol for us where God can recreate us in the resurrection of the dead so we are free from this body of decay. But what Jesus is doing, though, is he's not just restoring this man's natural sight. St. John has a beautiful way of weaving this story together. He's, in fact, restoring to this blind man an even greater sight and vision. If you go through the gospel, you'll notice that this man grows in his understanding of who Jesus is. In fact, he grows through four steps. When the neighbors find out that this man who was born blind is now can see, they say, who did this to you? And then the blind man says, the man named Jesus. And then when they bring him to the Pharisees and they question him as well too, they said, who do you say that he is? And then the blind man says, he is a prophet. And as he's continuing this dialogue and seeing the logic of what the Pharisees are trying to say or the, the illogic that's there in some ways where they're like, how does that, that doesn't make sense that this can, man can be a sinner but still do these miracles. He begins to grow in an even greater understanding so that when they ask him again, he says that this man is from God. And so you see that this blind man is growing in, in an even greater awareness of who Jesus is. And that's the vision that he's trying to restore to this man. See, Daphne, when she had gone blind in 2015, we also found out, too, that 
she was actually far from her faith. She wasn't actually committed to her faith that much. And what she started to do was she started to pray a little bit more because of the blindness she experienced. But she still didn't really believe God. She'd go to these healing masses. She didn't find healing. She'd pray to him. And eventually she went to a church where the relics of St. Charbel were present. And one of the priests who were there asked her if she wanted to go to confession. And then she said, no. And I'm not saying that she's blind because of her distance from God. We know that, as Jesus says in the gospel, that we aren't blind because of someone else's sin, necessarily. But in a way, her, her physical blindness is similar to this blind man's blindness as well, too. That their blindness is a blindness to God. See, Jesus wants to restore our vision. But he knows that there's a blindness that is even greater than physical blindness. In the Catechism, the Church teaches us that sin weakens the will and darkens the intellect. What can happen through sin is that our vision of God is blinded and we cannot see God as He truly is. Think about the Pharisees in our Gospel today. God is literally in front of them. He's also working a miracle and He's loving them. Yet these Pharisees still do not see God. In the same way too, you know, Jesus is present with us and we are blind as well. Jesus is present in the Eucharist and at every single Mass. Jesus, God is present in our hearts through baptism. Yet there's so many times in our lives where we doubt His presence, when we wonder whether He's even here. And so what Jesus wants to do is He wants to restore our vision. Not just to see Him as a man, not just to see Him as a prophet, and not just to see Him as someone from God but something more. This fourth step is what this blind man sees of Jesus. After this blind man gets kicked out of the synagogue, Jesus comes to him and he says these profound words. He says, do you believe that the Son of Man is here? And the word Son of Man comes from the book of the prophet Daniel. And this term refers to the promised Messiah who would come, but is also a symbol and a sign of God. And so what Jesus is saying is that, do you believe that I am the Messiah foretold and that I am God? And then the man responds, yes, Lord, I believe. And he shows his sign that he is God by worshiping him. And so we see then that this man, his sight is restored, not just his physical sight, but his sight of faith to see Jesus as he truly is. And so we're invited as well too to see how we're blind in our faith and how Jesus wants to restore us to see him as he truly is so that we can truly trust in him and to see him in our lives. After Daphne said no to that priest who wanted to hear her confession, she was strongly encouraged by her friend to change her mind and eventually she did. And what's interesting as she reflects upon this later is that she says that in some ways, it's almost like God healed my heart before He healed my eyes. In some ways, He healed her inward vision of seeing who God is before He healed her vision. And so after she went to confession, she prayed at the relics of St. Charbel and the priest said a prayer over her. And she felt like something was different. And then the next day, she came to Mass again, prayed at the relics again and got a prayer over her. Then later that night, at 4 a.m., 
She could feel her eyes burning. Her husband was beside her. He was, he was worried what was going on. When he touched her eyes, he could feel that there's this warm heat on her eyes. And eventually Daphne began looking around and she could vaguely see her husband. And then she began to see her children. And in 48 hours, she had 20-20 vision. In fact, she had this looked at by a doctor, Dr. Ann Borek, a doctor of ophthalmology or doctor of optometry. And this is what this doctor said. Medically speaking, you don't see resolution of vision in 48 hours from a long-standing optic nerve problem such as Daphne had. We discussed this case with a neuro-ophthalmologist and also an outside consultant reviewed the entire case and basically there is no medical explanation how Daphne Gutierrez's vision was one day completely blind and then 48 hours later was restored to normal. And so based on this information, we as a medical community in reviewing this case cannot explain this medically. Another word for that is a miracle. And when Daphne Gutierrez is interviewed later on about her experience and what she wants to say to people, she says, I just want to keep on telling everybody, don't lose faith. God does exist. Just have faith. Go to confession. Don't lose hope. She was blind, but now she truly sees.